Hello, this is Ned, and welcome to Dr. Hallowell's Wonderful World of Different, my new podcast that explores the incredible world of differences from one person to the next, the differences that enrich us and make us human, as opposed to keeping us the same. Today's guest is one of my absolute favorite people in, in the entire world. I've known her for, I don't know, seems like forever, but uh, uh, she I met her because she wrote a book about ADHD. And um, of course, I've written some books about ADHD too, so it was logical that we meet. And uh, she turned out to be one of the most gifted people I know, and I really mean that. She's like the ADHD whisperer. She, she gets ADHD instinctively, reflexively, automatically, and it, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing to behold. Unfortunately, there aren't hardly any people who, who get it like that. But not only does she have the condition, but she's gone on to a phenomenal achievement. She, she's, a, she's a nurse specialist um, at Barnes Hospital in St. Louis, which is, I guess it's now called Barnes Jewish Hospital in St. Louis. It's a, a world-class academic teaching hospital, and, and she is uh, on the cardiac staff there. So she teaches other doctors and nurses about uh, cardiac problems. She she saved someone's life on an airplane once uh, who who was who was having some cardiac emergency. So her her first training was you know as a cardiac specialist at a at a great hospital, and then she said, well I I need to tell the world about this condition that's so misunderstood called ADHD, and and she wrote a book about that a wonderful book and. Um, She'll she'll tell you about that, I hope. And and um, and she also is married and has two phenomenal children and a phenomenal husband and all around spectacular human being. And that and that's the truth. We work together now. I refer her people. She she has developed a coaching business and and she's one of the best, if I think what the best coach you, you could ever find. She works with teens, with adults, and she gets them on the right track and she she you know she's just what the doctor ordered only there just aren't many of her to go around but the ones who were lucky enough to see her to get her coaching uh coaching services are truly lucky indeed she'll tell you how you can reach her um and uh her, her name is Kristen Seymour that's k r i s t i n Seymour, S-E-Y-M-O-U-R. Uh, the Seymour comes from her father-in-law, who was an all-pro uh, football player for the Buffalo Bills way back. The Bears. What, 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 uh, oh, the Bears. I thought it was the Bills. Uncle Uncle Paul played for the Bills. You're oh, right about Uncle Paul played for the Bills. Yeah. Okay, your father-in-law played for the Bears. Okay. Yeah. It was Uncle Paul that I grew up watching. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay, well. And Jim Sr. is a little older than you, was a little older than you, but yeah. Okay, well, okay. So with that, with that introduction, my dear friend and colleague from St. Louis, or as they call it, Baloo, mm -hmm. Kristen Seymour, welcome to the wonderful world of different. Thank you, Ned. I'm not sure I'm worth all of that. Oh, you're worth more introduction, you're worth more, but uh, I appreciate that very much. And yes, I'm a nurse practitioner, or advanced practice nurse practitioner at Barnes Jewish Hospital and Cardiology Heart and Vascular Center, but where I have a deep passion and, and care for people 
with heart and vascular concerns since 1999, but my of late passion is more focused on ADHD and trying to help people who think differently like you and I. And I would say the practice has was born from the book. The book was written about four years ago as a little memoir to help parents understand what it feels like to have undiagnosed ADHD. And then once you know your why, you can do anyhow. I believe that was from one of your books. And then, you know, trying to show parents that, you know, how it feels and how you can be successful with and without medication. Basically, I wrote the book and the practice was born from the book. Parents. And the title of the book for our listeners is? Thank you. Is ADHD Fog Lifted, A Clinician's Victorious Journey with ADHD. And it's available on Amazon? It is. And at Barnes and Noble, it's, it's available pretty much throughout any bookstore online anymore. And all the proceeds are being donated to special school district of St. Louis County. Wow. So um, it's, you know, very passionate about helping others and helping them get the right, the coaching or the resources they may need outside of the special school district, which is where people receive their 504s and individualized education plans. So with that said, after the book was published, self-published and released, the first parent that contacted me through my email, my professional email address was from London. And she said, I read the book and I really would love you to meet my child and inspire her the way you inspired me. And that was the first patient I ever coached. I mean, and I guess as you put it best, living it is the best training and learning all the the great things about it and the not so great. So I would say, as you asked, one of the best parts about thinking differently like we do and having ADHD is yes, it's a gift and it's a curse at the same time. And there's all these great things, but the best thing is we have the fastest minds, the Ferrari engine minds that you talk of, the quick wit, the ambition, the hard work that we have plan B ready to go before A even blows up because we're two (laughs) steps ahead of you. The fact that we are empaths, that we care so much for people that we almost take on how they feel. And have such a passion to help them be feel better about themselves, to be their best self now, not their best self ever in five years. And sometimes the best parts of ADHD are the worst because mm-hmm. if we get taken for granted easily because we're pleasers. Because so we the hardest hear. parts of the condition can also be the best parts of the condition and vice versa. That's exactly right. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. And we all get each other very well. We understand how each other thinks. We're all different. You know, we're all perfectly imperfect. And if we're, you know, we're perfectly imperfect and we all think differently. But I think for us, we have a title to our difference, which is the ADHD mm-hmm. and the things and the traits, as you, as we say, the traits of it that are so wonderful and powerful can also be how difficult. So I guess it's all that, you know, kind of rolled into one. We have to learn how to set boundaries and how to not be such pleasers and say no to people sometimes because we just want to go, 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 do, 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 and fit wooden nickels to help people make people feel like they are their best. And that's really hard because sometimes we take that on and that's, we care too much about people sometimes. Well, what do you think, what do you wish that you, I mean, you have the condition yourself, obviously you wrote a book, but what do you wish most people would understand about your difference, ADHD, that most people don't understand? That's such a good question because I feel like so many people want to get that out and they don't know how to say it. But I would say that 
my impulsive, as people who know me know well, I am the combined to predominantly impulsive hyperactive type, not that predominantly inattentive type. And people like me who think impulsively sometimes that just to be patient, I hope others, I wish others would understand that it isn't intentional, that despite our best efforts to be our best, I mean, I wish they'd be patient and understand it's truly a medical condition. This isn't just being wound up and trying to be rude and interrupt or, you know, insert myself in a conversation. It truly is something I'm trying to work on behaviorally every day. So you you wish people would understand that you're not being annoying on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then I think if, as you know, if we heard all just everybody be a little more patient with each other, give each other the benefit of the doubt. When people, you know, impulsively do something or say something and they apologize, they really are trying to make it, they're trying to feel better. I think the negative connotation, the negative association that's so in, that's so ingrained in people's heads with any kind of thinking difference or mental illness or condition or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. They are, it's negative for the most part. And I love your work so much because it's trying to lift that negative stigma. It's embracing people to be their best self, to embrace Mm -hmm. their thinking difference. When you're you're coaching somebody who, who, let's say a senior in high school and, and she, let's say it's a a girl and and she's full of shame over her the mistakes she makes and how she can misspeak and be messy and and yet she's very smart and actually getting good grades but it, it's the shame that that really makes her inner life toxic how do you help her deal with it oh i have a new one like that right now at one of the most rigorous tops high schools in the midwest and she is um so ashamed she doesn't want to hear the title because of anything that could be causing her to be sloppy messy disorganized stay up till 3 a.m fixing a paper at the last minute and doing it because she hasn't had that kickstart of you know starting it early that is someone first of all i say there's no mistakes there's only lessons so when they come in and they're feeling so mis- misunderstood and they have all these mistakes and they're slops, sloppy, mm. and they feel like slobs. I say, there's no mistakes. There's only lessons. And what have you learned from trying it your way for a while? It's not working. So how what can if, we- What if she to- says, I've, I've learned that I'm just uh, an incompetent boob. I've learned that I everything I do breaks. I, I, I just, I've learned that yeah. I'm going to go through life making messes everywhere and I hate it and I hate myself. Then that's someone that I would take one little piece at a time and try to help them have one success. Because, the, for example, first of all, there's no way you can possibly be bad at everything because you're here and you're here on time. So you've done something right. Mm-hmm. Then I say, what is bothering you the most? <clears throat> and usually it's they can't get up in the morning and they can't go to sleep at night. So I work on those things, sunrise alarm clocks, you know, noise machines, you know. Then I talk to her about, can you do that for two days? And if you do, send me a screenshot of getting up on time and the clock and what it looks like, and we'll celebrate together. That builds on success for the next day and then the next day. And the amount of text messages or emails or phone calls that I get with these kids happy and proud, I get happy and proud and they feel like they're pleasing me. But what they're doing is they're pleasing themselves. And then 21 days, they've created a new habit. So you you, you set them up for minuscule victories. 100%. 100%. What if they say, but, but Dr. Seymour, whatever they call you, uh, you expect me to feel good because I can get up in the morning? Any idiot can do oh, that. I'm so glad you brought that up. 
I had a friend say the same thing. She said, well, my kid doesn't get up. I don't get up well in the morning. I lose my keys. And I said, you're missing the point. This student is feeling defeat in two or more areas of life because of her inability to sleep well, then get up well, then execute well, and then take the notes to do well in class. It is a cycle. It's causing her defeat in two areas. Yes, she should be darn proud of that because that is hard for her. And I guess, Dr. Howell, what I would say, if nothing else, what's hard for some of us is easy for other people. And so when I say it's hard to get up, I mean, these kids want to get up. They sleep in their clean clothes. They really want mm. to be successful. You have you have patients, clients who sleep in their clean clothes. Oh, wow. yeah. I, I recommend wow. it. I'm like, put your clean clothes on and get your butt up on time, mister. Wow. Wow. Oh, we think outside the box <laughs> way. We are the square peg in the round hole. We're trying. So, <laughs> so I, they're obviously motivated. It's not a, a matter of motivation. Yeah, they're motivated, most of them. They really are. And one of them, the same brilliant girl wrote me yesterday and said, well, I want I would, I want to go out for Halloween, but my term paper isn't finished. And my mom won't let me and said to ask you what we should do. <laughs> I mean, here it is Sunday. And I'm like, I work on Sunday. I said, well, how about this? Show me what you've done. She videos a live video of her paper over halfway done, typed beautifully footnoted with her brilliance. It was a wonderful paper. She had about, you know, one half left. She had a planned out how to do it today. And I said, you know what? You've been working so hard. You deserve a little fun. Go out for a little bit. Be gentle with yourself. Because the kinder, when we reward them at little increments like that, those students learn better and do better over time than the student that gets the big fat 4-0 and go at the end of the thing, at the end of their journey. They need the little wins to build success on top of success to become successful over time and create habits to make them love themselves. So the, the little win day after day after day, you know, it, it's like builds upon itself. And they're so unaccustomed to having any wins. Yeah. They, their self-pride, the self-talk, the, the, the self-praise is non-existent. These kids are in a pressure cooker. Um, and when I, I always start my sessions with, what do you really like about yourself? Mm -hmm. And then they usually don't say much. And I go, what do you love about yourself? And too often they'll say, I got a 36 on my ACT or I'm a size four. No, no numbers or letters. What do you love about yourself? Mm. And if they can't think of something, I try to think of something for them. That's not about their looks. And then I bring them over to this big mirror in the office. And I say, now look at that face and tell me in that soul, what's good. And we really build on their confidence that we, that's what I do. No, and so, so that's great. So they're looking at their face in the mirror. And they're telling you what they like about not that face, but that soul. Yeah. And then That's I always tell them beautifuls from the inside out. If you saw a pretty girl and she was real rude and mean and snarky and gossipy, she's not pretty, mm. you know? And then I have them write down one thing a day that they did well. Mm. And so whether it's getting up on time and being, because it affects the whole family. ADHD runs in families, but it also runs families. Mm, and yes. when a child is late and the mom's late for work and then dad's late because he can't get his car out because hers is behind his. And then the sister's mad that we're late because sister couldn't get up. It's, a, it's an issue. Yes. And they should be celebrating these little wins because yes. it does sync up the whole family. Yes. So yes. I would say if people understood that the sometimes the easiest things for you and I are very difficult. Um, the, the easiest things for other people are very difficult for you and I. Yes. 
is we look at things as very big and insurmountable. And if we clump it and chunk it in a little pieces and one day at a time, one task at a time. That's such good win. advice. A little victory, each little victory, then it starts building on itself. And it, yeah. But wouldn't and then, you agree that the corollary to that statement is what's really hard for many people, most people, is easy for us, like coming up with new ideas. Great point. Yeah. Exactly. We're innovators. And we take it for we take it for granted. We say, oh, I, that's easy. I can I come up with new ideas like bananas and bunches. I mean, most people have a hard time driving. You can yourself, you will drive the Whole Foods, call me on the way. And while you're at a stoplight, look up a recipe. <laughs> Talk about multitasking. Some One of those things might be hard for somebody else. Yeah, you're no, able no. to write a book while raising a family. And also, oh yeah, I'm going to triage a patient in on ECMO, extracorporeal life support, membrane oxygenation to get the patient in to maybe get a transplant. Ah, yeah, all in a day's work. Heck yeah. We yeah, can outwit, yeah. outsmart. Outwork. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like you are, you're one of the hardest working people I know, but that's common in the world of ADD. We, we, we have so many gifts and I wish that little, the few things that are difficult, I, I wish other people saw that as, oh, I get it now. It's not you, just, you, that's another thing you do is you help them put that into perspective. Mm-hmm. A lot of times with parents, I'm like, okay, A, this is Sally's journey, not yours. Number one to the yeah. parents. Yeah. B, your your child is equating their self worth to a number or a letter. Yeah. And C, back off, be an awesome mom, and let me do this hard work of coaching. Enjoy your child. I will help them get the strategies for school. You know, for for work, executive executive function, hygiene, whatever. Enjoy your enjoy them. Because all they do, there's a lot of parents come in. I had I had one mother come in recently and she was amazing. And she is an Indian woman. She's a physician and she's brilliant. And she's wonderful, the mother. Mm-hmm. And she brings her daughter to me. And the daughter is just, I have a, you know, a 3.6. I want a 3.8. Everybody has a 3.8 in my school. And I want to go to a top school and I've got all this pressure. And no, 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 no. And the mom came across the room with me and the daughter was across and she said, look at her. She's such a hard worker. Isn't my daughter? She's awesome. She is enough. I wish she felt like she was enough. The Mm. mother is echoing at home and in front of me how great her child is. Mm. Mm. This mother's trying everything and doing everything right. Mm. Sometimes Mm. it's the kid that really is putting this pressure on themselves. Mm. So piece by piece, I'm helping this little girl like kind of hone in on, you know, what part of a 3.6 isn't enough? Mm. What, what, what more do we, you know, we're on six clubs and five teams. And I mean, we're resume building instead of character building. And we just need to take a minute, be gentle with ourselves and just relax. And, and I know you follow some of these people for years, but with the average client, can you get a lot done? You said 21 days. Well, yes. Today, in fact, the two new ones I received today, both new referrals from a neurologist at Washington University pediatric neurologist referred these two boys to me today uh-huh. and both of them texted me already and said that was the most this was not what i expected and this was awesome we had their backpacks organized folders created um different colors for different subjects like science is usually green and math can be red or they yeah. all make up their own thing but this is after own, one session they're texting you well this is during the session oh after the session he texted me but during the session we had his folders organized new gel pens i want colored 
index cards for his proofs for geometry. We've got a kind of, we're visual people. We're very creative. We're awesome. I don't want to cuss, but I always tell them they're bad asses and they are fabulous. And these two boys, I was like, you guys rock. I'm just tweaking the brakes. Like you say, break specialist, you mm-hmm. got this. Mm-hmm. And they leave happy. They usually leave happy and fulfilled and they have a goal. So one kid's goal is to not lose his new pen. I gave him by Friday till Friday by Friday. You know, he's got to keep it for five days and send me a picture of that same pen that he didn't lose it. Mm-hmm. Cause that for him is a victory. He loses everything. So we're going to do one thing at a time. This kid's younger. He's like in sixth grade. But my point mm-hmm. is they're all things. And I would say to answer your question, three to three to four sessions, these kids are really honed in on some good skill sets to execute. And I'm virtually present with them between each appointment. So they come and see me, but then I'm texting, sending pictures. They're sending me screenshots and mom and dad, you know, sign a huge consent. That's like, yes, they can do this. And then a lot of times I'll group text parents just to show them all the progress and the kids. It's very transparent. We're partners, the parents and I with these kids. So you're all in close communication and it's all very practical, concrete steps. You're, you're, you're getting them to prove to themselves that they can do something, not just telling them they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Even even if it's just get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And make it because that's one task you did well. Yeah. And if you don't love yourself, it's very hard for other people to love you. Yeah, so you yeah. need to love you a little bit. Yeah. And the biggest thing, a lot, but the biggest thing I teach them is don't love things that can't love you back. Mm. Don't love oh. I, Harvard. Right. Love the feeling you got when you went to that campus. Great, great. Yeah. Don't love your ACT score. Love how hard you work to get it. Yeah, that's wonderful. Don't love, well, that, don't love what can't love you back. Yeah. Don't love things that can't love you back. And don't cry over things that can't cry over you. If one more child comes in crying over a grade, I'm going to say that grade is not crying over you yeah. at all. The teacher's not crying over you. Yeah, yeah. Let's understand this is not a good grade, but we can do better. And that's that. I mean, I try to keep them in perspective because there's just so much pressure. Oh, and they yeah. teach me every day. This little kid today taught me a new system. He goes, what if we glue these folders together and make it like an accordion, but make it color coded? I'm like, you're so awesome. I never thought. <laughs> of so then they feel like they're pleasing, makes, making me learn. And it's cool. It's, it's and I, can tell, I can tell you mean it when you say it. You're so awesome. I could hear it in your voice. And so that means the kid really receives it. It's not just being, you know, not just mouthing the words. Yeah. And now they're out of COVID. I'm like, give me we high fived. And he goes, yeah. yeah, I like that. We can high five each other now. And I go, me too. He goes, cause back in the, you know, this is so cool getting stuff done in this appointment. Like I did not expect this. I thought it was going to be more of you telling me what I should do when I go home, but getting the work done here really makes them feel a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. right away. So they leave feeling good about something. And this is all done independent of medication. They may take medication yeah. or not, but, but. And you, sometimes you, I don't even ask that when they come in. I don't uh, want to know until I see. So yeah. today the kid was like, you know, like fidget, 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 you know, knees yeah. bumping, knees popping. And yeah. I go, keep bumping that knee. Just keep doing it. Don't, but do the knee bounce. And he goes, are you sure, ma'am? I go, that's you stimulating your own dopamine secretion. You are yeah. moving. You are thinking, yeah. if I tell you to stop, watch. And he stopped. And then all of a sudden, within a minute or two, he's out to lunch somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have Jolly Ranchers in there for their, you know, if they have meds, dry mouth. I've got the, you know, smell thing. I mean, the sensey going. I mean, they're just, they're they're all their um, senses are are alive in there. Show how ignorant I am. Jolly Ranchers or hard hard candy. 
Ah, not 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 uh, happy Andy's not happy people who work on ranches. <laughs> <laughs> I have like usually different kinds of hard candy in there, and um, there you know bottles of water available. They this boy came after tryouts for a sport, and I had you know, I just I want them to feel comfortable and that they can come in there and that no matter what they'll never be judged. I'll never think they're weird, weird, stupid, dumb, fat, and ugly are the five off-limits words in that office. Wow. It's our ADHD clubhouse, and everyone's welcome, and too bad mom is not a part of our club. (laughs) She brought you here, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) They're cool. It's a lot of work, though, because I really get get into it with them. I know you do. You give your heart and soul. I know you do. You're you're remarkable. That's an ADHD trait. You're the same exact way, though. You will do anything for your family your friends your patients you are so devoted you are remarkable that way i mean it really is a lot of work now if someone wanted to reach you how how can they do that well they could just i'm on psychology today which Mm -hmm. i have a profile on there which and then my i have a patient coordinator named libby who's Mm -hmm. fabulous and she's the only reason why i can take new patients is Mm because she's just managing everything Mm -hmm. and then um that she everyone can be reached she can be reached by my website which is adhdfoglifted.com adhd fog the word f-o-g lifted l-i-f-t-e so Mm adhdfoglifted.com that's your website Uh uh-huh Okay. And, they and there's can get, just a, yeah, they can get me through an email on there that my, our podcasts are on there. It's, it's great. Some patient stories, kind of how I work and, you know, parents can really get a feel on there or, or individuals. I have a lot of young adults I'm seeing around the, mm-hmm. my practice goes from literally Australia. Wow. Um, Brisbane, I think is the city. Wow. So you, you obviously way, work over, you work over, you work over zoom. Those are zooms. A lot of people fly in like, New Yorkers fly in or fly me to them. LA has flown in, you know, they drive mm-hmm. or fly in or I go to them or it's a doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you're, the results you're are much better in person, obviously though. You're way worth it. That's for sure. I mean, it, it's, uh, I, I've, I've seen so many people change dramatically quickly uh, in your hands and it's, it's. Thank uh, you. Well, they, they want, you know what? It's what? them. They're doing the work. I know you, you want to be modest, but you, you do have a very special touch and you do have a very special Thank you. way of. Thank uh, you. It, well, you're not, my best mentor. I learned it from you. It, it's not your, it's not cookbook. It's not manual driven there. You could write a manual, but it, it's, uh, there's the extra, the special sauce comes from your soul and your, your genius. And it, it's, it really is remarkable. It, it's, Thank uh, you very much. And that's why actually I referred a professor from a very high ranking school to you because they kept wanting a concrete, what do you do? How long do you take kind of answer? And I said, Dr. Howell has seen a lot of work with the together we've done and, and independently. And you can speak to that because it's very hard to say because it isn't cookbook. Both of those boys are brothers I saw today and they were treated on totally different paths. Yeah. And we, we live in a world that's algorithm driven and there just isn't an algorithm for this. I mean, you, you could write one and it would it would be, you know, Okay, but it would miss the magic. It would it would miss the the special sauce, and and uh, that's not some romantic BS concept. It's it's the truth. It and, is. You know, the, 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 without the magic, it's just a just an algorithm. Right. You're you're so right. Yeah. And when a kid looks at you and says, "This was so much better than I thought," you are you're cool. Yeah. I mean, how do you? That's what he's referring to. I almost yeah. forgot to invoice the mother. I was so, I was like, that's my pain. <laughs> that's your <laughs> He was so exactly. sincere. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is why I do this. 
Well, Kristen, you know, I could talk to you forever and we will definitely have you on the wonderful world of different again. You're, I you're, love your new, I love your podcast. It's oh, fabulous. I love the you. title. I thank love it. Love you. to be a part of it and support all of your wonderful positive work. Thank you. Well, let me tell the listeners, if you would like to get in touch with us, please do uh, send a, an email to the word different at hallowellcenter.org. The word different at hallowellcenter.org. Send comments and suggestions for new shows. Uh, send testimonials to Kristen that I will forward on to her. Uh, send suggestions for books, uh, criticisms, whatever. If you think I talk too much <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, but um, we just, we'd love to hear from you. We're trying to build a community and uh, tell your friends about us. And, you know, the podcast is available where podcasts are available, iTunes and, and other and other venues. But Kristen Seymour, one of my absolute favorite people, ADD, Maven coach. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Mother, woman extraordinaire, and uh, uh, really you, uh, uh, the ADHD, I call her the ADHD whisperer. Do you have any last comments before we say goodbye? Well, no, just I really appreciate you um, supporting me through all this. And I mean that sincerely. Well, You've taught me a lot about uh, the condition and how we'll get the gift of the trait mm-hmm. and how to... You've mentored me a lot, so well, thank you, you. you. Believe me, you've taught me a lot, too, so right back at you. <laughs> okay, take care. Right. You have a good night. Thank you, you Dr. Too. Hallwell. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.